So, hello and welcome back to Rancid Woman, our podcast about TV, a subject very dear to our hearts, very dear to us. As um, as open hedonists, I don't want to call myself that. Well, it's true. I prefer to be a closed hedonist. Okay, I'm open a about it. Hedonist. I'm not. I am definitely a hedonist. I'm not afraid to tell people that. Okay. They should know. It's very hedonistic of you, maybe. Is it? I don't know, I don't Daisy. know if I'd classify it as that. Anyways, let's just jump right into our subject today. The TV show fucking Fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What do you mean, what is it? Adjective. <laughs> Give me one. Adjective. Um, it's Mad Lib. Like, ah, fuck, I can't do this. Give me... <laughs> Daisy, an adjective. <laughs> Just for Daisy and any of the audience who are, you know, maybe under 11, an adjective is a word that describes I know something. what an adjective is, Rowan, but Fleabag, it's, it's, I'm at a loss for your words. It's that good. Okay, there we go. Adjective. Good. Um, show-stopping, beautiful, uh, emotional, s- soul-wrenching. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. what it is. All right, goodbye. Thanks for coming to Rancid Woman. <laughs> no, just kidding. Obviously, we have to say more words. Um, yep. Maybe you're thinking they shouldn't say more words. <laughs> In which case, you're probably right. Definitely. No, let's not. Let's not give that as a tone for our podcast. Let's be confident young confident. ladies. That's not something I'm particularly good at. Sure it is. Why, Since Daisy? when? Make it till you make it. Okay, let's give a synopsis. What is Fleabag? So Fleabag is more or less a show about sort of this woman in her 30s. (laughs) This woman in her 30s, played by actress Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Actress and writer and... Yes, I was gonna say that she also wrote and produced the show. Oh, okay. Or directed? Yeah, she's done a lot of other stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, directed, I think. She's done other stuff, yeah. She did, like, what's uh, that one, Killing Eve? Killing Eve, yeah. Killing Eve has been all over lately, but I haven't seen it yet because it's not on any of uh, God, my subscriptions. You're so weak. You used to stream shit like there was no tomorrow. I know. But in this day and age, I've grown old and tired, and I just watch things on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. And now Disney Plus. <laughs> Since mum and dad got it. Okay. That's a life. No move. need to drag mum and dad into <laughs> this. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay. So, yes, actress Phoebe Waller Bridge, uh, superior human, human being. Oh, for yeah, sure. she's choice. And if you haven't uh, seen her, just Google Phoebe Waller Bridge, and that'll be, you know. And just nice watch any of the things. She's anything. also been in other stuff, like Broadchurch. And- oh, yeah, she was in Broadchurch. She also did this show... Crashing. Crashing, yeah, on Netflix, which is also funny, even though it didn't get the same kind of critical reception as Fleabag. Which yeah. makes sense, because Fleabag was sort of maybe her magnum opus so yeah. far to date. Um, oh, for sure. So, anyways, we're going to go through our little categories. <laughs> yeah. Our little um, categories. All right, what was... So, as the first one, we didn't I don't give keep a synopsis of what it was about, Rowan. Yes, we didn't we? 
we literally just said Fibula Bridge. Oh, we love her. She's yeah. done all this stuff, but okay, what we, the fuck is Fleabag? So Fleabag, I said, I remember saying this, I said it's about a young woman. Okay, a woman good description. It's and about a young woman. Her relation to, to her family, sex, to her best friend who died, and the sort of guilt she feels surrounding that. And most that. importantly, to herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, but okay. No need to get corny about it. It's very, um, you know... British. It's very British, <laughs> and it's quite sort of incisive. She really, uh, she nails down sort of in these narration segments that are done as sort of fourth wall breaks where she talks directly to the camera. Yeah. She really, uh, nails down. It's, how I like the think. way it's done a lot more than, say, yeah. what's that show with Kevin Spacey? House of Cards. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it that much in that, but in this. Yeah. I mean, it's much funnier in and Yeah, it's much and, uh, more, much like, more relatable, because yeah. I do the exact same thing, like, with myself. Yeah. Or, like... You just, you, you have your little asides. Yeah, and, and it's, like, everyone's things. so narcissistic that sometimes they see their lives as a bit of a TV show. <laughs> and, like, there's an audience, and that people everyone care. Everyone is. It's definitely not just us. Yes. Everyone narcissists. <laughs> Anyways... She's just navigating through her life, and it's funny it's how funny. she. It's choice. It's very yeah. emotional. It's, it's yeah. It, it there. It's always uh. I don't want to give no spoilers, but in the second season, I will say there is a romance. Rowan. It is heart wrenching. It's beautiful. It's, it's really freaking good. It's really. But anyways, good. the story is kind of told like you're not really you know something happened in her past. But you don't have a full grasp on what it is. So the more you, like, watch the show, the more you understand her and, like, wonder what happened exactly in her past. Because it kind of gives you little hints. Yeah, I mean, you sort of get a clue. Yeah. That, you know, you get an idea, but it's it gives you more, more of a full picture. Yeah. Keeps you very interested. It does. It really does. Really does. And you really, you feel for the character. I think we were talking about, not too long ago, about how Peep Show... Which is an entirely different show, an entirely different sort of vibe. But it also has these sort of narration segments where it's just people's thoughts. And it really gets, you know, to the whole thing of what people are actually thinking versus what they say. Oh, yeah, And yeah. versus what they're meant to be thinking. And yeah. I think Fleabag does that also. Oh, yeah, for sure. Albeda yep. may be a more uh, serious, even though very, very funny, but... Well, Peep Show, if you watch Peep Show, we could do a whole other thing on it. Yeah. It's got a very kind of rancid vibe. Rancid, yes. So, um, soundtrack. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Oh, see, I like this, because they use a lot of, like, classical, dramatic music. Yeah, there's a one specific cue that they keep on bringing back, and it goes like, Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That might hurt somebody's ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very good. Um, cause it sort of, I guess, juxtaposes. Oh. Um, the kind of raunchy and like funny. Yeah. Like the the humor and the sort of day to day, you know, problems that she's facing, and then it how we in all a very sort dramatic of context dramatize because, our lives yeah, in exactly. our mind, even though everybody's going through similar types of dramas. Precisely. So, uh, character development, which I guess is sort of the crux of this show, along with most shows. Um, yeah. The main character, you don't ever get to know her name. 
which is something that you don't notice for quite a while in the show. Yeah, I honestly I, I don't like, think I never freaking noticed till I like looked up the. I was looking up the cast and I was like, oh yeah, who plays? And then I was like, wait, what? What is her name? <laughs> who plays <laughs> the, the lady? Character. No, she's just referred to in uh, critical responses as Fleabag. It's weird how they're able, like how she's able to write around it so naturally, mm-hmm. though. Well, I guess it's true because it, it like, never necessarily. Yeah, needs like to a come bunch up. of the characters don't have names, like no. her father or her like stepmother or her. Yeah, and many of the side or the characters. Priest or, the priest or like, and it's just sort of like you don't really notice who really it. Have names are Claire. Claire, and that other guy whose name is also Claire. Yeah, and um, Boo. And Boo, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like. I don't know what my opinion on it. It's, like, cool, but, like, it's just sort of, like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It gives her that sense of mystery that's very intriguing with Fleabag's character. Because it's sort of, she could be you, you know? Oh, is that what it's like? Okay, Daisy. Specifically you, because Rowan looks exactly like I don't look exactly like Phoebe Waller. You actually do. I look like a much less hot version of people. No, Phoebe you look Waller. like an equally hot version of her. That's very sweet of you. Maybe, like, shorter. Shorter, definitely. <laughs> shorter, stouter. <laughs> Poorer looking. <laughs> Poorer looking. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're, you're the budget. You're just worst hair. Budget Phoebe, budget Waller, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. You know what, that's... I still view that as a plus for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Fleabag, she sort of develops over the course of the show from being, like, someone who's quite impulsive. I mean, she's still more or less impulsive towards the end, but she gains more of an appreciation for her family, especially her sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, sort of just other people and the world. There's this really poignant line at some point where she's talking with this woman in a bar Oh, I love that conversation. That is one of my favorite pieces of media ever. It's the line hits hard. And what it is, I think, I'm paraphrasing, but she says, God, I wish I could remember the exact wording, but it's something like, other people are all we have, in response to Fleabag saying, other people are bastards. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's very much, you know, it's correct, because other people can be bastards. But they're also all we have. I always find it, like, interesting when you see, like, lines like that. Because it seems so personal to, like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge of, like, her realizing things in her life. Like, of course, she's thought, oh, people are bastards. But then she's realized, like, oh, they're all we have. have. And then she puts it, like, artistically into this show. And you can just, like, see how much it means to her. Like, there's so much love in the show. You can tell how she's really put her whole life experience just right in there even though it's not like you know a strictly autobiographical show but it's about the sort of things you experience not coming of age necessarily but just living yeah there was a also in that bar there was a really interesting conversation with that lady or that lady was talking about like men and women (laughs) pause and and the difference and she was like she was like men are so aggressive and stuff because they never feel pain so they seek it out whereas women have it built into them yeah women's destiny is pain and i was just like oh my god it feels it feels a little real especially from a a woman's perspective 
Not to say, of course, that men don't experience pain, but you know what I read once is that men, I mean, statistically speaking, men have like uh, less pain receptors on their skin than women. So uh, women oh, are really? viewed as like being more sensitive. It's because literally we have more pain receptors on our yeah, skin. Dude, I average. fucking crushed my hand in the wall. <laughs> yes, I know about you crushing your hand. <laughs> And I didn't say anything. I just kept on working, even though my hand was shaking in pain. Yeah, it's true. Whereas, you see, like, sometimes people think men are tough, but I just don't think they realize the things women don't say. Yeah. Which is a certain certain toughness on its own. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Anyways, getting into gender politics here. (laughs) Spicy. Shut the fuck up about that. (laughs) We're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna get in trouble. We love you, boys. Oh. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Rowan's on the market. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what she looks like? It's just like Phoebe Waller Bridge. Only shorter, stouter, and poorer. <laughs> That's right, gentlemen. <laughs> Okay, so on to acting. I don't think there's a single character in this who had, you know, didn't wasn't well bring acted. it. Didn't bring it. You know, people brought I it. I mean, there's some really people good, great choices like Olivia Coleman. Yeah, Olivia. She's Coleman, such a great actress. Obviously, she has she, such you know, good she won variety. Best actress. In like she took quite a comedic role in this show. Did yeah, she? Yeah. yeah, she won an for, Oscar for best. for Fleabag. Or for, Not for Fleabag. It was for Broadchurch. maybe Broadchurch. Yeah, Rogers, that'd be insane else. if it was for Fleabag. Because yeah, she didn't have as, yeah. as big of a role. Uh, her character in Fleabag, you love to hate her. She's she plays this horrible, horrible lady, and it's it's hilarious. It's horrible in like the ecstatic. way that it's like everyone knows someone like that who's yeah, just exactly. sort of like passive aggressive and thinks they're so much better. Thinks they're the shit, and it's just so. So, you know, vindicating to see someone like that on television and yeah. see what Fleabag has to say. <laughs> yeah, it's it. like, I like that the enemies that she has in this show are very, just like, They're very real life enemies, kind of enemies. And the way you approach it is just sort of like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not about to, you know, kill them. Yeah. But... yeah, like, I like that Fleabag has, like, sometimes very, like, immature like responses, responses like um, like stealing the stealing that sculpture that was funny yeah because this what the character that olivia coleman plays is like an artiste mm-hmm. and she's uh she's very about that life and uh fleabag very much about that life there's also a, a line i love that the that the stepmother this olivia coleman's character says and she says about an exhibit, which is about sort of her experience with sex and her body. She says, I think it's really important for everyone to have a healthy perspective on my body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to have a healthy perspective on my body. And for the men I know to have a healthy per- perspective on my body. And it's <laughs> just, it's a funny thing because it's exactly the kind of thing you'd hear in an art gallery, only they added the my right there. And yeah. It's, it, Perfectly oh yeah, and I mean she does have her whole sex exhibition, which is just about the sex her basically. Just about her. Yeah. And the penis wall. That's another really funny. Moment. Bro, that fucking existed already though. 
there's it? yeah i mean there's like the wall of penises and the wall of vaginas like in the... oh yeah yeah i feel like definitely yeah georgia o'keefe i mean come on yeah Not that she did that she... wall but she did a lot of vaginal stuff oh and... okay yeah but um the moment i was talking about is when the stepmother says oh your father's is up there the mold oh yeah <laughs> and she didn't guess which one it was and Correctly. she was right <laughs> That killed me. Very funny. <laughs> but I was saying something before, which I've just forgotten. Oh yeah, the statue. How she steals the the statue after just talking to her for oh, yeah. a few minutes. She's <laughs> like, funny. "What a fucking bitch! I'm gonna steal the statue." It's like, like, you know what? I would do that if I was. If a I had person. some more balls on me, I would steal. Yeah, because it's like, fuck that lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. Also, there was another bit I was going to mention. Oh, it was just that, like, you know, this is a thing that I think is often a difference between, not always, but often a difference between British television and American television, is that the actors, there's quite a few good-looking people on that show, but when they are extremely good-looking... It's, you know, mentioned that they're extremely good looking. Oh, yeah. It's not like, this is how people look. We're all yeah. supermodels. There's, like, people that look fairly normal. And then there's other people who are extremely, extremely good looking. Yeah. And it's like that man who's introduced. The extremely good looking man. The extremely man. good looking man. Yeah. And, everyone and keeps he doesn't have a name either. No, his name is his just His name like... is the extremely good looking man. Yeah. <laughs> and, in, you know, some other shows that would just be like, I'm Detective... Yeah, that's Robert just Robinson. a guy. That's, that's just, just a, a high guy. school student. That's just a <laughs> that's just a that's just a high school outcast. I'm sixteen and I'm an outcast and I'm extremely good looking. But nobody pays attention to me because I'm, I'm not good looking. So <laughs> yeah. you are. Exactly. It's one of those things that's very again vindicating. It's like Although but like Phoebe Waller Bridge is like incredibly, incredibly good looking in like basically all of the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, she talks about in the show, like, how hot her sister is, but I'm like, bro, you're both super hot. Like, it's it's not a contest. It's a good gene pool you got going on there. Yeah. Hmm. And moving on to visuals. (laughs) Oh, visuals. You get a lot of eye candy. Oh, yeah. Whichever uh, gender you're looking for. (laughs) Oh, Um, um. and Rowan's got a crush on what's his name? Oh yes, I. You would know do. this. I wouldn't. I should know this. Andrew um, Scott. Andrew oh Scott. yeah, it's Andrew Scott. Okay, but yeah, yeah, Andrew Scott very pretty, and he's charming, which makes him prettier. I also find him incredibly attractive. Yeah, he's got about weird his eyes. eyes. They're, they're intense. <laughs> they're so good. Oh, you know something? Oh, this is something that I wanted to mention is that uh stop fucking texting you bitch you can't talk You're when you text and we're doing fucking, a podcast i can talk when i text i'm very good at multitasking she isn't <laughs> anyway okay about the show <laughs> um a bag and the priest that is one of the best written that romances so of all time. Beautiful. It is so beautiful because it's like nice the thing that i love about it is that when she breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience. No one else notices anything is happening because that's just sort of the assumed format. Yeah. But when she does that and she's with him, he says, where did you go there for a second? 
it's like he knows her so not much. gonna lie like that made me cry i know it's a funny. lot of parts of the show it that just like shouldn't have made me cry made me cry yeah i know because which is like it just a testament to a the very writing. specific point and it really it's you just know, like wow like that's real love like if someone would just like stop thinking about themselves and notice things like For that about you second. then it's like that's that's that's, that's beautiful lovely. that's that's love and like oh because like she'd been with that guy like one of your habits it's one of the cutest things yeah ever. like that guy she'd been with before harry um she'd been with him for like a long time but it's not like he'd ever, like, noticed those things about her. You know. And it's like, he was obviously, like, in love with her. But just, like, he didn't really know her, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah, we've all experienced, like, things like that of, like, people that think they understand you, but they really don't. Yeah. They just, like, sort of have this vague idea and just make all their assumptions based off the initial vague idea, but don't really make an effort to mm-hmm. understand more. But it's like, oh, he's really intrigued by her, and he he really understands her on a deeper level. And it's so lovely. It's so lovely. <laughs> and then, like... So nice. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, Just... and then, like, she obviously feels the same way, because she starts, like... She reads the Bible parts, and she, like, starts to visit him all the time and learn more so about him. cute. And, like, uh, And, like, how he's all, like, a little bit of a cheeky priest. He's such a cheeky priest. A cheeky priest with a past. A past. Yeah. Also, Fleabag has some very sort of on-the-line humor moments, with it, which I really love. Um, there's that one bit where he's talking about... How his brother is a pedophile and the whole oh, room goes silent. Yeah. And he breaks it by saying, I realize the irony in that because he's <laughs> yeah. a priest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like they were just so perfect for each other, so but perfect. not in a way that you'd expect. No, it just. Initially, like. Just. Oh. That was that was exquisite. And like the way they meet, it's like instant connection. Instant but connection. They both had like shit going on, and she was always real with him, and she wasn't with like other people. You know? No, exactly. It's because he was like forbidden, kind of. So it's like she had this. At first, it was like she's not pursuing the priest. She's just intensely curious about the priest because she didn't like maybe fully understand her feelings for the priest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but then like also you know what i love is that um she doesn't have many friends in the show oh yeah and i think part of I why i love that too because i don't have many friends i know <laughs> <laughs> but i think like part of why the show is so intriguing is because it takes a snapshot of her life where she's like she's not doing you know so badly and she doesn't have any sort of active like, extreme dramas going on, especially not, you know, like, classic sitcom kind of stuff, but, like, yeah, she's just doing, like, kind of poorly, but in a way that a lot of people kind of ignore. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of about that kind of private struggle you have when your drama becomes it's, not enough that you're constantly, yeah. you know, supported or It's very about. much, like, her own struggle with herself kind of drama, so it doesn't affect other people, so, like... Exactly. It's not drama that 
would it's not like a big necessarily like incite other it really, stuff or what it gets to is i guess how it feels to be deeply and utterly lonely <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah not to mention sort of you know obviously the aftermath of grief yeah yeah Anyways, we were supposed to be talking about visuals. Oh, and visuals. I'll read you the words I wrote on my little note bag. What the fuck even the happened there? We said, moving on to visuals. We didn't mention a goddamn <laughs> we thing about visuals. We didn't mention any visuals. Um, <laughs> but I'll read you what I wrote here. It says, crisp baby, comma, fashion, comma, <laughs> London. Okay. And I think that's about all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the visuals are good. They're good. There's some fun camera shots. Can't complain about the visuals, really. Can't complain. I can't. I don't feel say like it's you... like particularly special, but like it doesn't even it doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. too good for you to care. Yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't need to pull out fucking three D rendering. <laughs> what is there to three D render? <laughs> it wouldn't be the kind of thing where three D rendered anything, but you know what I mean. Um, writing. Did we do that already? Oh, we definitely talked a shit ton about the writing. I feel like we definitely did. But anyways, just to summarize, it breaks the fourth wall a lot in a way that's way that's really clever. And there's a lot of fun, snappy jokes. And, uh, yeah, you should watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it just flips in between, like, her past and the present a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is, it Which... does it pretty seamlessly, because it, it shows, sort of, you'll get the moment for her that triggers a memory. And then you see her kind of slide into that memory and out of it again when someone says something. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely keeps you, like, wondering yeah. what happened. Because, it, like, it's a very... She sort of... Like you... Phoebe Waller-Bridge and her character are both so enticing. You want oh, to know yes. more. Yes. Like, you know all this drama about her best friend who died, but... And you know that, like, she feels guilty about it, but you don't know why exactly. Exactly. Like, you, it's like she's taken it so personally and so hard. And you sort of see snapshots of before and you just wonder, like, why? What happened exactly? Yeah. And it all leads up to something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to know what yet unless you've already seen the show. In which case, you know. You know. But, um... Anyways, I guess to sum up, Fleabag is such a good show. Such, it's like, so dear to our hearts. I'd describe it as seminal. I think it's kind of... Oh, would you? <laughs> okay, Daisy. <laughs> um, it's sort of a show that really defines, I think, this, this time. And it's also timeless. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> you know? Yep. Oh yeah, no, and it's just—it's an incredible show. I think it's so it's dear really to my heart. There's watch. so many good like monologues and parts that are just so hard hitting and I so know. personal, and they just—if you don't relate to them, then it's like you're not you're in not touch human. with yourself, <laughs> yeah. or maybe you're mentally more healthy than we we are maybe you're incredibly mentally healthy because i don't believe that yeah like my my best friend's mom was watching fleabag and i went on to my best friend i was like oh yeah this show is like 
torn me apart and like made me like just like cry many times just because I relate to it so much and it feel like it feels like I'm not alone when I watch this show and he's like yeah my mom watched that and she said it's cute <laughs> and then, well maybe maybe she just like no but then but then he was like nah she doesn't get it man it's <laughs> like yeah okay but yeah Fleabag it's a show that just, it really hits hard. It's, you know, like, it's such a nice balance also of, like, comedy and drama. Like, oh, yeah. Because you, you want to, you want a drama that is pays more... tribute to the inherent comedy of any drama. Yeah. You know? Like, people It's a make drama jokes that's no within reach. It's not like some crazy gossip girl <laughs> no, stuff it's not going like, on. It's not like fucking any wrong. What's what's the Shonda Rhimes show <laughs> where, where it's like, oh my god, I just slept with somebody who isn't my husband, and then I told my husband that I was having his baby, even though it could be this other person's baby, and also my sister just died. And also In a horrific accident. And also, I have cancer. Yeah, that's exactly every Shonda Rhimes show. Precisely. It's too much. It's like, I don't know what to focus on anymore. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to a point you just don't care you anymore, don't and then care. the drama just means nothing. It's meaningless. But it's like the little dramas of Fleabag mean everything. Mean everything. It's it's so poignant. 100% recommend. 10 out of 10. Watch Fleabag. Watch Fleabag. Anyways, this has been Rancid Woman. <laughs> I'm Rowan McCoy. This is Daisy McCoy. And um, I say reluctantly. <laughs> and have a good night. Good year. Good 2020. Ugh. Gross.